The energy you put into something is more important than the something itself. I want you to know it doesn't just look like maybe the way I do it or the way that you've seen it done in the past or maybe the way that you've been doing it. You don't really like doing it. Your business can expand beyond you. You have to make sure that you are willing to scale yourself. This is Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our final day of Offer Party Weekend together. I'm excited about this conversation. I've been excited about all of them, but this is where we really start to piece things together. I have four things I'm going to walk you through. Um, When we wrap up, I have some questions and prompts for you to take with you and just think about and really reflect on, but the way that I want to open this conversation is as if you are renovating your house with no budget, unlimited budget. You can have anything you want in that house. And so, you know, think about your own house, what you would go to renovate. And it's like, the first thing you're going to look at, right, is like, well, what's not working? What's ugly? What's outdated? What do I want to move around? What do I want to clear out? What needs to be replaced? What needs to be demoed? What needs to go? And then you start to look at, well, what's going to replace that, right? And you look at kind of like a blueprint of measurements and I'm, I'm no contractor. So this is just how I'm assuming it goes most of the time, but you're looking at, okay, where are we plugging in things that we're ripping out? Do we need to rearrange the floor plan? Do we need to look at the electric, like really getting into the nooks and crannies of, okay, how do we make this exactly what we want? Exactly what we want. If I had to guess, if I gave you an unlimited renovation budget for your house, you wouldn't look around and be like, well, this gets the job done, so we'll just leave it as is, right? (laughs) You'd be like, no, fuck that. We have the resources. We are going to make it exactly what we want, no exceptions. You're not going to be like, I mean, the wallpaper is 20 years old, but it's fine. It works. You're going to be like, get that shit off my wall yesterday and let's paint it my favorite color, right? You're gonna be really intentional about the way that you design the house. You're not going to cut any corners. You're not going to, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Skip out, (laughs) skip out on the luxuries and skip out on the desires. Odds are you are going to build exactly what you want, how you want it, right? Now, I want you to carry that same mentality over into your business model. Because so oftentimes people are like, well, you know, the sink still works, so we don't have to do anything about it. Or like the program, it, it, it does the job. It gets by. Do I love it? Eh. You might have a program that's making a lot of money, but it makes you feel like 25-year-old wallpaper. The reason that I wanted to paint that analogy going into today is because one thing that I always say is when it comes to scaling your business, the biggest thing that you have to do is start to 
unlearn most of what got you to where you are. <laughs> like it's so counterintuitive when you're building your business, you're like learning all the things, absorbing all the things. And then once you get to a point where you're like, we're off the ground and we're scaling, it's like now you have to sort of unravel all of those things to figure out how to do it exactly your way with no noise, with no outside opinions, just really tapping into your truest essence and truth. And sometimes that that means like you're going to elevate programs that aren't broken or you're going to potentially rework or pause offers that have got the job done that that's made money but ultimately it's not your dream paint color it's not your dream bathroom it just does the job right so let's talk about scalability. We're going to talk about how to start renovating your business so it's scalable, so it's sustainable. That's a big one we're going to hit on today. That's one that we talked about yesterday. I made a reel about today. It is such a big, important conversation. Sustainability. We're going to talk about profitability, which is also obviously huge, and then making sure that you're rearranging and renovating in a way that's aligned to you. It's not someone else's way. It's not copy and pasted. It's not cookie cutter. So when it comes to looking at your business model through the lens of how scalable is this, we want to look at our programs of like, okay, where am I serving one-to-one or where am I serving one-to-few or where can I provide this really intimate transformation and can that be duplicated into serving a larger population of people? Can that process, can that approach begin to serve one-to-many without compromising the integrity of the program, making sure that it's still sound and meant to do the same thing. Now, there's so many ways to go about this. A lot of people are like, well, I have one-on-one or like I have a really small group mastermind and I'd love to get it into the hands of more people, but I don't know how to do that. There's so many ways to do it. It might just start with, again, rearranging. So what makes sense? What needs to go? What doesn't fit? And starting to uh, like recurate the experience with serving a larger group of people in mind. Now, a good asking, good question to ask yourself. I'm gonna repeat these at the end, but a good question to ask yourself is: If a hundred people came into your program today, what's gonna break? What's not gonna work the same? What's gonna hit a capacity limit? What's gonna start to uh, become unsturdy? If 100 people, or let's say you already have 100 people joining your programs, take it to your take it to your goal, take it to your personal maximum. If 500 people joined your program today, or if 50 people joined your program today, is it still going to be sound? Is it still going to work? Is it still going to do what you're intending it to do? Now there are going to be situations where you cannot duplicate that same process to 100 million people, right? There are some transformations and experiences that need to remain intimate and really high touch. And because you cannot be duplicated and we cannot clone you, there's gonna be a capacity limit there, right? So then the question becomes, and this is something that I've been sprinkling kind of the last few days, but we're going in much heavier inside the group or the offer party um, program. I have so many alliterations with P's that I like, I go to say them and start mixing up the offer names. Um, But range of transformation that you can provide for someone that's within your mastery. 
there's like asterisks there that you can provide to someone that's also what you're masterful at. And so like I was talking about, I think I said this yesterday, if someone's coming to my house and I'm, I'm having a house party about launching, but they're like, I need some branding support. I take a step back and I look at my customer journey and say, is branding something that I'm masterful at? Like it's like a Buzzfeed quiz, yes or no. Then we drop down, great, can I serve this in one to many? Yes or no. Does this fit into the range of transformation that I can provide someone? Yes or no. If all of those questions are yes, I'm gonna create an offer to start to fill that gap in my suite because it's well within my mastery and it's also within the range of transformation I can provide that my people are also seeking. So we're gonna go deeper in, into that inside the program, but two things I wanna offer you on this live stream is the first thing is your client journey is not gonna be super linear. And I think that's what we've been taught. Like stack it, you have three offers, it's an ascension, they go from one to one to boop, 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 pretty, all perfect. That's not really the way it, look, it works. Um, similarly to like, you know, I, I can't remember, I think I might've said this, but like I was just talking to another group program I'm running, we're building funnels. And I was like, you see people talk about funnels and there's like this pretty graphic and it's like the volume comes out and then they spit out at the bottom and it's like so simplistic. That's not actually what a funnel looks like. If you go if you go behind the scenes, it's like, well, what if this happens, they go here. What if they click here, then they go here. And it becomes this web that's just as much, you know, horizontal as it is a vertical. And it's kind of like a map that people are plugging in in different places, but it's not so chronological. Does that make sense? So what I mean by that is like someone could, someone could sign up for private coaching with me today and that would not disqualify them from the offer party program. Like it wouldn't disqualify them from my middle level programs. And in fact, they'd probably still get value from my low level programs because the way that I teach offer suites, the way that I design my offer suite is so the programs can be stacked and are complementary, but are not codependent on one or another. So you don't have to go through you know, this program to get to that program. You don't have to unlock this to get to that. That might work for some people, but, and I'm gonna talk about this more when we get to profitability in a couple of minutes, but I would, I would rather focus my attention on how can I continue to serve who is in my circle than spending attention on how do I get new people in all the time 24 seven. I would rather take somebody through a really deep transformation than trying to just obsess over like, how do I plug new people into the programs all of the time? That's obviously the goal. We want fresh people coming into our world, but so many of us are so fixated on how can I get new people? How can I get new leads? How can I get more? And you have a base of people in front of you right now, maybe even paying clients or past clients, people who know you, people who like you, people who trust you, that you likely can continue to serve if you would just shift your attention to that spot. So something that I teach inside one of my smaller courses called Signature Offer School is a concept about turning point transformation. And when I say turning point transformation, it is kind of the, going back to the range, the range of transformation, it is that like one topic um, or one program or one transformation where it's like, whoa, all the dots are starting to connect now or like, 
oh, this makes sense, it's clicking. And it really becomes one of those focal points and momentum builders for your audience base. So I always use the example of um, Five Figure Flow. That's my signature launch program that we've done really, really well with over the years. And, you know, comparing it to kind of my older product suite, people would come in and they would go through the uh, intentional Instagram mini course. And it was like, okay, great. I can, I have some clarity and some confidence with Instagram. That's great. It's valuable. Is it totally life-changing? I don't know, right? <laughs> Compared to like, okay, you're coming into this process. I'm going to give you a proven step-by-step -step framework for you to have five-figure launches and beyond. And you can rinse and you can repeat and it's data-backed and it's so much strategy and you get the templates. I mean, that compared to like, here's, you know, a 20 minute Instagram training compared to come into this program, get this transformation. That's a turning point for someone in their business, for them to be able to master strategy in that way and to feel really comfortable and confident in owning their launches. That's a trajectory changer for somebody coming into my world. So when you start to think about, well, what is my range of transformation? Maybe you have one-on-one um, -on -one coaching right now, or maybe you have a mastermind, or maybe you're a service provider and you have a few packages and you're really looking to diversify. The first thing I would look at is, well, what is my turning point transformation? That big aha moment that like changes somebody's path. And then I start to, I start to back up. I start to zoom out. Okay, if this is the turning point, what are people working on before they get to that point? Where are they before that? What do they need before that? What do they need to see or know or understand or do before that turning point transformation? Now, after they go through that turning point, what doors open up? How, how much higher can we go? How much deeper can we go? How much further can we go? And then you start to say, okay, now I'm developing a range where I have this middle turning point transformation, and I see where people are coming before that, and I see where people can go after they have gone through that middle transformation, and how can I start to meet them where they're at? And I, I, I probably sound like a broken record with how many times I'm reiterating this, but I really don't want you guys to misunderstand me. I'm not saying every new person that comes into your world create an offer to serve them. <laughs> If it is not in your mastery of like, okay, after they go through this turning point transformation, they could go here, but, but wait, I'm not an expert there. Or like, I'm not confident that I could promise that at, like in good ethics. You're probably not going to want to create an offer for that specific person, right? Or maybe it's like, okay, they go through the turning point transformation. I know that they're here before they're going to come into this program. And I know that I can help them there in good integrity. That's totally part of my mastery but I'm not interested. I don't want to. Sounds sounds like it's going to drain me rather than it's going to fill me up. So those are two instances where I'm not saying to plug, 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 plug. It's saying, is this an integrity? Is this something that you can provide that makes sense? That's going to complement your brand as a whole. That's going to add more value to the life of your client. And do you want to do it? <laughs> and are you excited about it? And is it fun and fulfilling to you? And as long as you're checking those two boxes, I say make the offer. I say expand the range. I say expand the suite. Every time I make a new offer or idea or masterclass or whatever, again, I, I'm thinking long-term of like, I'm also asset building. And my brand has a lot of intellectual property. We have a lot of frameworks. We have a lot of branded curriculum. That from a, a, a CEO perspective is 
so, so valuable. So that's my mindset too of like, when I'm creating something, regardless of how the first launch goes, if I launch it and I sell one, or if I launch it and I sell a hundred, I have my mind looking down the road of like, I'm creating something bigger. I don't know who's going to come into my world tomorrow. I don't know if a post is going to go viral next week. I don't know if a PR opportunity is going to approach me next quarter and I'm going to have a lot of new eyeballs that then can come fill in the programs and fill in the gaps that I've created. I see so many entrepreneurs getting a little bit discouraged of like, I haven't filled the program or like I spent so long uh, filling this program and I've launched it a couple times and it's never really necessarily like maxed out at capacity. And there's a few different opinions and I would say neither is right or wrong. This is just my perspective for where I'm at and my experience. A lot of people will tell you, make one offer, focus on that one offer and perfect that one offer. And what I take away when I hear that is like, focus. I think it's really important to be focused and like, you know, not spread your energy really, really thin, not be working on six offers at once, but having a vision for where you're going and for where you're, where you're taking your people. Like it's follow the leader and you are leading and they are behind you. Are you going or are you leading blindly? <laughs> you're like, I know this is what you need. And I know you're going to go here and I know you're going to transform in this way. Or are you just like, I hope we're supposed to go left here. Cause honestly, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Right. Um, so thinking about that turning point transformation. Now, what I would say is it's all about the energy. Obviously, if you guys are here, you know that about me. But something to keep in mind is if you have a program or you have a package and you've done all the things right, you're like, I've I've looked at the messaging and I've done the launch and email marketing like I've checked all the boxes. I really love this program, but it's just not selling. My advice to you, if you were one of my clients, would, I, would be to put your energy behind something else. Get a fresh burst of energy. Take that stagnancy, that density, and start to break it up. You could totally return to that offer. I'm not saying to throw the offer in the trash, but I know that, you know, um, I've been in launches before where I'm like, this energy's got to go. We got we to gotta move it around and change something else. I will then pivot now that I'm saying pivot out loud, I wasn't necessarily planning to go on a tangent about pivoting, but I think I'm going to before we start to talk about sustainability, because when you have a diverse offer suite, pivoting is really easy. If you only have one program or one service and circumstances change or life happens or the economy or the climate or whatever, and you're in a point where you're like, okay, I need to pivot, but to what? <laughs> Ooh, right? Or like a lot of the times if I'm talking to my clients about cash infusions and um, just like fun, unexpected sales, we might talk about, well, what do you have that we could put in a bundle? What do you have that we could run a flash sale on? What do you have that we could pair together as a bonus? Again, it's a vault of assets for you to leverage. One of my core values is leverage. How can I maximize what I've already done? How can I maximize what I've already built? How can I look around where, where, you know, where I'm already resourced, where I already have support and assets and ideas and energy and creativity? How do I leverage that for my advantage and for the advantage of my people? If you have offers or ideas, you now have leverage. If you don't have anything in the vault, 
it, it becomes harder to pivot because what are you pivoting to? Creating something new every single time, perhaps, that may be sustainable. It may not be, depending on how you operate, what your human design is, how you like to serve clients. I mean, there's so many factors and like contextual things that go into that question. But when you have a diverse offer suite and you have diversified income, you have options, you have leverage, and it is so easy to pivot when necessary. And if you are not pivoting and if you are not being adaptable in your business, I'm like, uh, that sounds a little harsh. Do I really want to say that? You're not going to be in business very long because being adaptable is so fucking important. The world is unpredictable. The market is unpredictable. The times are unpredictable. So you need to know how to read the room how to serve your people with what they're needing the most, with what has the most resonance for them right now. And that's so critical for your brand. You guys, it's, it's finally starting to get sunny here and the light that hits my window, you can see like my disco ball starting to reflect. I'm so excited. This, this house we bought, it has the best light ever, the way it comes through the living room and the kitchen and all the things. Um, but it's been so dark and gray here and now we're starting to get light through the windows. I'm so excited. It's one of those simple things that brings me so much joy. Okay. So then the next thing I wanna to talk to you about today is sustainability. How are you sustaining what you've built? Something that gets me really riled up is watching really brilliant women ride the feast and famine cycle of entrepreneurship. Nothing like activates me more in my mission than to hear someone who ha has been like, I had a great month and I don't know how I'm gonna repeat it or like, I had a great month but next month I'm starting from zero and how do I replicate and duplicate and my, re my revenues dwindling before I have a launch coming up and it's just like they do amazing things and they create success but it's not sustained it's not long-lived and I'm like ah! <laughs> you deserve better you deserve better so how are you sustaining what you've built like I said context is really really important here so there's so many different nuanced things but the biggest things I want to talk to you about in today's live stream is the first thing is What's your capacity? Let's say you're filling out a program or let's say you have an agency or you, you do a service or you're coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching. You're gonna hit a cap at some point. You have options. Do you expand your team? Do you hire co-coaches? Do you create a passive income offer instead? Something that allows you to be more hands-off. Do you create a long-term subscription model, something else to start to stack revenue on top of where you're at capacity? But can you sustain energetically where you are? If you have five private coaching clients, you might say, yeah, I have capacity for five more. Awesome, what if 10 drop in today? <laughs> what happens? Where do they go? Now, the second thing, beyond just capacity of like, can I actually help this many people, is how are you bringing those people into your world? So, you know, I see this all the time with launching. People are like, okay, I'm launching in six weeks, I'm running ads, I'm doing collaborations, I'm going on a podcast tour, I'm getting super visible, I'm posting on TikTok, blah, blah, blah. They do the launch 
and then like their visibility marketing plan just goes out the window till the next time they're gonna launch <laughs> so it's like what's your marketing plan where you are all year round going to introduce people to your brand do you have a funnel built are you running ads are you going to do collaboration is it email marketing is it organic content is it getting on a different platform i mean you have to have some sort of idea of like i have all these offers now i have to make sure that my brand is in the right places for people to find me and to actually plug into those offers not just right before a big launch but really all year round in an organic way in a sustainable way in a paid way it doesn't matter <laughs> but we have to know how your marketing plan is going to be really custom and catered to who you are to what you like to to where you create and how you show up as a creator but it's important that you have one now piggybacking off of that because these two are like peanut butter and jelly marketing plan bringing people in getting your brand in front of new people sales process your sales plan is your sales plan and process sustainable? I have a client right now who has a group program. She runs ads, she has a funnel. It does really, really well. She She's incredible. Um, and we got on a call and she's like, I cannot keep doing discovery calls like this. Like I'm on like 10 discovery calls every single week. And it's just like, her program is meant to scale and that's working. Her program can take the volume, check. Her marketing plan is constantly pulling people in. Check. Her sales plan up until this point was also checking all of the boxes, but now all of a sudden we're kind of circling back to the capacity thing. So now we're looking at how do we sustain her sales process to remove that aspect or remove that layer or minimize the amount of discovery calls she gets on so it's a scalable, sustainable sales process. I think we all share the core value of sustainability. Nobody wants to start from the ground up, you know, every, every other day. We don't want that. Um, and it's important to look at it from every different angle in your business ecosystem, your marketing plan, your sales plan, how you're serving people, your infrastructure, um, you know, your systems, your processes, your team, your workflows, your automations, all of it. All of that plays a part into how sustainable your business is, meaning you can walk away from it and it is still going to do what it needs to do. Now the third thing, profitability. Something I look at when I'm thinking about the profitability of my offers is what kind of resources are going into each offer? how much time, how many years of experience, how much energy, how much calls, how much thought, like what are all of the resources I'm pouring into the offer from that perspective? The other thing I look at for just like bottom line profitability is kind of circling back to what I mentioned earlier is how do I, how do I work with people on a longer basis or a deeper basis? What have I been saying for three days? We want to impact wide and we want the transformation to be deep, right? That is, that is the slogan tagline of the Offer Party program. We are creating wide impact, literally changing the world, ripple effect with our brand, and we're not giving people surface level transformation. We are giving them depth. We are going deep. So something that I start thinking about is okay, how do I start to then layer on to the base? Can I add a VIP option? 
Can I add an upsell? Can I add a cross sell? Can I add a downsell? Can I add an order bump? Can I offer a bundle? Can I bring someone through this program and then have an invite prepared for what might make sense for them next? Like I said, sometimes it's not about creating a new offer, but it's really looking at it from the standpoint of like, this person's gonna come in and get this transformation for $1,000, let's say. But I also see the next three steps for them. So I know that we could bundle this and upgrade them to VIP and I could work more hands-on with them. We could go even deeper for $7,000, just arbitrary numbers pulling out of my butt. Now you're like taking this person who already knows you and trusts you at a $1,000 cart value that would take them so far. And that's perfect if that's where they stopped and stayed for a moment, perfect. But if they're like, yes, I am hungry for that next step. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Now you're taking a $1,000 sale to a $7,000 sale. You're, you're 7Xing the cart value on one person and you're taking them from taking them from here to here, taking them from here to here, able to go deeper, able to create bigger transformation, bigger connection, bigger relationship with them. And having a diversified offer suite gives you those options for those add-ons because you have those assets and those resources. Um, I'm like looking at my notes, but I can't, uh, I can't make out this, this word that I wrote. <laughs> so then making sure everything is aligned. Are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Are you satisfied? Are you buzzing with excitement? Are you so confident behind your programs or are you like, this is a means to an end. I'm just going to do it this way until it, when I make more money, I'll do it this way. When I sign the next client, I'll do it the way I really want to do it. When I hit this milestone, then I'll structure my business. If you are in that mindset, you deserve better. Break up with that. It's no good for you. Something that I have said since I wasn't making a damn penny in my business was I'm going to build this the way that I want to sustain this. I'm not going to build it lesser or like not what I really want just to get things off the ground or until I hit this milestone then go back and unravel and rebuild with more intention I am I'm designing and building with intention from the very first day from the very first moment and so it is so crucial for you to be checking in with yourself of do I like the way things are going does it feel aligned when I'm creating offers, when I'm creating content, when I'm selling, when I'm showing up to those coaching calls, when I'm showing up to deliver, does it feel light? Does it feel energizing? If you have resistance, if it feels heavy, if it feels like a drain to you, if you are avoiding it, if you are re resenting it, like those are all just indicators that that's a, there's a way to do it that's going to work better for you, that you're going to enjoy even more. I have always been the type of person that it's like, if you're telling me I have to be there, I'm just going to have so much resistance. And so when I started my business, and especially coming from a job, a remote job where I was on Zoom calls all the time, daily huddles and client calls and team check-ins, I was, I was on Zoom all the time. So when I got into my business, I was like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I knew that I wasn't going to scale a business model of one-on-one -on -one coaching and fill my my calendar that way because that that's not for me. I would look at that that Zoom invitation and I would feel bitter and I would feel resent and I'd be like, <coughs> I'm sick. I can't come.
um, not really. I never got to that point because I was so in touch with what I needed to maintain alignment and sustain alignment. So I never built that way. Some people are like, I thrive off of it. Like I thrive off of that energy. Put me on the Zoom calls. If I have too much white space, I'm going to go crazy. Perfect. Because the point is it's made for you. It's not made for me. It's not made for someone else. It's designed for you. That's a non-negotiable. I made a post on Instagram maybe like a few weeks ago and I said the number one reason why women hire me and I hear it over and over and over again is because they want to have more fun. They want to have more fun in their marketing. They want to have more fun in the way that they sell. They want to have more fun with their branding. They want to have more fun with their offers. They want to have more fun with everything that comes from building an aligned way because like what, what might be fun for me might not be fun for you. It's subjective, but it's all about your individuality. And inside the offer party program, we're getting to the bottom of you, of your intention, of your desire, and making sure that we are building you something that gives you the lifestyle that you want, but also that just lights you up when it comes to creating offers, selling them and filling them. I'm like, where do I want to go next? I have a few more things. Then I want to give you guys some questions. I have two pages of notes today, of course. I, over the years, not every offer, but I would say like 80%. So near every offer that I've created has been a six-figure offer beyond or a six-figure stream of revenue. I have also made the choice in some instances to pause six-figure streams of revenue and six-figure offers or put them in the vault or retire them for a little while because my compass is about what feels an in integrity what do i have capacity for and what's enjoyable what's fun what feels light it's not about this offer is the key to it or having five offers is going to unlock X, Y, and Z. It's about building something that you can fully get behind and feel really, really good about. Because when you don't feel really, really good, you don't feel really, really confident, you don't feel really, really secure, you don't feel lit up, you don't feel that fire inside, it's not sustainable. I could have kept those six-figure offer streams open. Maybe they would have contributed profit-wise, but it wouldn't have been sustainable because what was the Venn diagram of sustainability we talked about yesterday, energetically sustainable. I wouldn't have been able to, to do something that I don't really want to do for all that long. I might be able to do it for another round, another month, another week, another call, but like that's not sustainable. So if you are like the standard is so high in my world in the way that I talk about offers. Sometimes I'm so excited about an offer that I can't go to sleep. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, it's taking over my whole body. It's buzzing. It's coming out all these ideas, exactly how to save the branding. Like it's just, um, it's like Christmas morning for, for a kid. That's the standard, the caliber in my world. If you are creating an offer and a marketing plan and a sales plan around that, it better damn feel like every day is Christmas morning. And if it doesn't, <laughs> let's let's create a way that does feel like that way to you. Okay, so here are some questions that you guys can write down and you can reflect on. If 100 new clients came today, 
what would break? Would anything stop feeling good if all of a sudden you had 100 new clients? Would the container still deliver results if you 100x who was in it right now? Are you confident your programs are built to get results? Now, I'm going to pause here because this isn't something that I took much time over the training because it wasn't super relevant to Offer Party Weekend, but this is such a big part of what we're talking about inside the Offer Party program is creating programs that are designed for results. So if you have a program or an offer and you're like, people go through it and it's okay, but like I'm waiting for those beaming testimonials, I'm waiting for people to slide into my DMs and say that I changed their life, I'm waiting for people to, you know, reach out and want to sign another contract and keep going because everything was just so good and they were getting what they want. That has so much to do about how the program is designed with your philosophies, with your methods, with your framework, and how you're innovating the experience yourself. If you're not sure what your approach or method or framework is, we are going to completely map it out inside the offer party program. Not just for one offer, but you're going to know what process to go through every single time you need to create a new offer or framework or something that is teachable and designed to get the transformation that you're looking for. Where are my questions here? Are you confident in communicating your offers, telling people how you can help them, exactly how you can help them, exactly what it's gonna look and feel like? And then these two I think are so big. How wide is your impact? Is your impact this wide? Is it this wide? Is it this wide, but you know it has the potential to be wider? How wide is your impact? And how deep is your transformation? How deep can you take your clients as of today versus how deep could you take them if you really thoughtfully built out your offer suite? I am not asking you to build out your entire offer suite tomorrow. And I'll tell you guys a funny story because back in the day, I think it was literally 2018, my first couple months of business, I did this. I did this and I spent, I think I sat on my couch for like nine hours. It was so ridiculous, but I was like, I'm going to offer, I'm going to make my whole offer suite. I wrote like four sales pages. I pulled four offers out of my ass. I never sold a single one of them because that's not how it works. <laughs> I was going fishing <laughs> that day, right? If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and watch the live from yesterday. Yesterday was by far my favorite day. It was so good. Um, I was going fishing. That's not how it works. It's going to come to life naturally or organically. You don't need to build every single offer back to back to back, but you have to have the vision. You have to know the range. You have to know how to pull the offers together, how to close the gaps, how to read the room, how to be able to pivot, how to bring it to life in a way that's energetically sustainable for you. That's what the offer party program is all about. How to create life changing offers that get transformation, that get people coming back for more over and over and over again and doing it your terms, on your timing, your way, honoring your design, your creative process, and your own standard of alignment and what that means to you. And it is a life-changing program because of that. Because when you know how to do these things, you know how to create scalability. When you have all of these boxes checked, you know how to create sustainability you know how to amplify your profit and you're doing it all in a way that feels really really good because alignment is our compass for everything that we do 
and it's magic. So the offer party program is enrolling. It's enrolling now for the next week, but tonight is when the one of a kind bonus expires. One of a kind is my branding program. It goes through everything you need to know to build your personal brand, to expand your brand, design elements for your brand, graphics, literally everything from communicating visuals and everything in between content, like basically like build the brand and then bring the brand to life is the process inside the program. So you get that for free inside the offer party program when you join by tonight at 11 11 i was so extra and i was like eh, not not midnight 11 11 feels fun that feels that feels more playful for me so that bonus is going away tonight you're also getting a thrive cart sales funnel template so you're getting copy template you're getting design template every time you have a new offer you can just use the template bring it to life really really easily i want it to feel like the path of least resistance i want it to feel light for you i want it to feel fun i want it to feel enjoyable and I want you to have the peace, the comfort, the confidence, and the satisfaction of like, I know that I have reoccurring revenue coming in. I know that my income is not dwindling away. I know that I don't have to hustle for my next launch because I have built something that truly is sustainable. And when you do that, your life changes. <laughs> your life literally changes. You have room, you have options, you have flexibility. That's the goal. So link is in my bio. If you have any questions, I am around. I'm excited to see who else grabs the bonus. I hope you guys really enjoyed this three-day training. I know that I did. I, I really like the weekend trainings I've decided, but um, time for me to go get a workout out. I have so much energy and I'm like going to spend the day pouring back into me, but let me know if you guys have questions. I can't wait to celebrate you inside the offer party program. And we start that program in just a couple of weeks. So we're going to be kicking off, I think March 22nd. Don't quote me, but two weeks we're getting started. It's going to be so good. So have a great rest of your Sunday and I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. To stay connected in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at alignedandambitious.co and check out Aligned and Ambitious TV on YouTube. And as always, if this podcast is one that inspires you, make sure you subscribe and review the show. I'll see you next time and I hope the rest of your week is full of magic.